Welcome to Grey Roots Theory with your hosts, Sheena and Prince. We're talking about issues that matter and some that don't. Technological advances, gentrification, and the pursuit of social connections. Conversations get heated, emotions run high, but it's all love in the room. So cop a squat, hang out with us. Welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. I feel your, I feel your excitement. The energy is radiating. So excited. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How have you been? Um, I've been okay. Um, I don't like okay. I don't like okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I've been great. How about that? I've been great. Mm-mm-mm. Let's that, go that, back to okay. Oh, <laughs> we're not going to play seat. the therapist today. Oh, no, I'm not sitting on the Tell couch. me more. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've been okay. I did a little shopping today, and I I didn't get anything that I actually went to the store for, but it was still a great trip. Yeah. As long as it was a great trip. It was. It really was. I spent my money on frivolous things that I absolutely didn't need and didn't get what I wanted. So, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I don't get to do that often. I love that so much. A good time. <laughs> yeah. I hate the mall. So I can't stand so going great. to the mall anymore. I remember in high school, the mall was like. That was the spot. That was the spot. Like you show yeah. up. Everybody like, oh. Everybody you go to the you walk around. Yeah. yeah. Everybody meet at the food court. Yeah. Everybody trying to get numbers at the food court. <laughs> you ain't buying nothing. You, not a you thing. Bought no, you ain't nothing. Not a single thing. Oh, we went man. to the to yeah. the mall for girls and the movies. That's it. We rarely. <laughs> the I think movies I might have was in the mall. Mm-hmm. Huh? They don't have the movies in the mall up north. No, no movies is its own separate thing. What? See, okay, so we had the Dollar Theater. That was always a good time. Dollar Theater is usually in like a strip mall or something. Like this, one of them little plazas is old. Yeah. And then you got the regular theaters that kind of stand alone, but like they're not as fun all the time. You go to the Mm -hmm. mall and the movie theater's in the mall. Oh, man. Because you're doubling up. You got the mall crowd and the movie crowd. They might, they might have it in some places. They ain't have it where I was. The movie theater was because the mall was far away. Like mm. it was, you had to get on. Of course, nobody drives up there, so you had to get on like the bus, like public transportation, and mm. ride like 30, 45 minutes to get to the mall. Yeah, it was a yeah, long ride. It was far away, but the movie theater was like right around the corner. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, good times. Mm-mm. That was funny. so. Last time, mm-hmm. we discussed some unsolicited advice, and you said recently you've had some thoughts on that. Did I? With, I that. You said you had another interaction. I did. With somebody, and it was I more did. like a. Do we want to say that's advice or just like a, just. I mean, it was a, yeah, like you, you, why didn't you do this? So 
why didn't you? Yeah, I just, it bothers me. Like that whole, so I saw someone I hadn't seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it was just the, the most innocent conversation about whatever we were talking about. I don't even remember. I have no idea what, what we was talking about. But the fact that they asked me, why didn't I do something? Mm-hmm. Just pissed me off. And that's all I could think about for the rest of the visit. <laughs> What's mind your damn business? You know, why I didn't do so? I did it the way I wanted to do it. The way I handled it was the best way I felt. And my heart of hearts mm. was the best way to handle it. So asking me why I didn't do something, because I'm not you. Because I'm not you. I didn't do it that way because I'm not you. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that, that just messed up my whole visit. So I was just like, yeah, let me get on to this mall and buy a bunch of stuff I know I don't need. <laughs> so you went to the mall. Yeah. Got some more unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you got some mall. You went to the mall for some professional stuff. Mm-hmm. Because you're a professional. I try to be. You got a lot of things going. Got a lot Degrees, of things going. Family business what do you do for yourself like you uh, you just need something for you that's it don't think about no kids no dogs no nut just what you want to do your hobby well I, I write that's that's therapeutic to me I consider that to be a hobby I, I do my writing is it I therapeutic? Do a lot of my or is it a oh hold on why you answer that let me make sure lord get on the googles (laughs) it's therapeutic i think it's therapeutic it's therapeutic to me um when i'm writing because it gets my my thoughts i i stay in my head a lot so it gets Mm -hmm. my thoughts out and i do my best thinking usually when i can't sleep because my mind is racing and I got 50 million things going on. Also in the shower. That's weird. Hey, that's my spot. Right? That's my <laughs> get spot. Get the best ideas in the shower. Oh. I used to get ideas like using the bathroom, but that's more just like me watching videos on Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, or something like that. But the shower is like, man, I'm really in here just hmm. Yeah. Contemplating life in the shower. Huh. What are your other hobbies? Do you have any other hobbies? Um, I don't really. No, not really. I don't really have time to do. I I talk to you. <laughs> That's a hobby for okay. me. I enjoy our conversations. <laughs> okay. So there's a reason Wait, I brought that, this up. Can that be considered a hobby? I don't. Well, I'm glad you asked. So a hobby, the definition mm-hmm. on my Googles. On your Googles, um, okay. It's a noun. We know that. An active, uh, I'm sorry, an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. So when you said that your writing is therapy, I questioned because I was like, is that really a hobby or oh. is that you trying to relieve stress? Which okay. you can do things to relieve stress in your pleasure time, but that seemed like specific to I have an issue. I'm yeah. trying to address it. And your leisure time for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
So then based on the definition, mm-hmm. sex can be considered a hobby. I'm just saying, you do it in your least of time for pleasure. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I. Okay. Yes. Hobby. I guess. Check. By, de- by definition. By definition, <laughs> that... an activity that you do in your leisure time for pleasure. Sex it is. I didn't think you were actually going to say that. So I'm. <laughs> okay. Um, now, 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 let me clarify. I'm just saying that it could be. I'm not saying that's mine. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that out that's my there. hobby. Yeah. The, definitely not the messages saying light that, up. that is my hobby. I'm just saying that's it could be for someone, people out there. There's someone, there's people out there. Who do that for a hobby? You know I, like, that that can be. It says an activity couples, done regularly in one's leisure time for play. So I, by definition, now mm-hmm. the reason I ask, I follow a therapist, a black female therapist on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm, the grams of it. <laughs> She was responding to this video where this girl was saying, you know, I was bored. So, you know, in true black girl fashion, I went and got another degree and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm a real business chick. I'm a baller, blah, blah, blah. And she what, was bored. She, so she got a degree. I, like they're I just guess. passing them out. What they was passing I, them out at? I missed that. Well, this <laughs> therapist, Dr. Martin. If you're bored. Jeez. Dr. Martin is her name. And okay. for those who are interested, follow her. She's great. Um, what she said was she wasn't knocking the girl, but she was saying she was speaking to what she believes is an issue, um, specifically for black women. She was saying basically, uh, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the whole thing, but basically, she was was saying, You're quoting now, she said, Listen, (laughs) (laughs) she was basically saying a lot of black women. Um, struggle when you ask them what are their hobbies because they feel like there's a need to always be productive not knocking being productive but uh, black women for a long time for the last let's say three four decades have been taking up a lot of the do it on your own Mm -hmm. and she was like some of them are uh, hyper independent Meaning they like literally will deny the help they actually need, or they just feel mm-hmm. like I, I'm I'm not worthy of rest. I'm not worthy of leisure. So I know you, you got a lot of stuff going on. Uh-huh. A lot of people look at you like, man, she really tackling this stuff out here. You don't always view it like that. And I no. I Inquire as to why. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know. Doctor, what's her name? Doctor Martin. Doctor Martin. Doctor Raquel Martin. That's her name. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's like that kind of sounds like I pile things on my plate on purpose because I don't know how to just be. Do you? Yes, I know how to just be. (laughs) 
Absolutely. You had to think about it. Wait, I I just be in the car singing my songs on, on the, the way, way to, to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> I just be all the time when I'm in my car driving somewhere. Just be, just me. Okay. Let's 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 clean this up. Do you take at least an hour a day to just be you? Who has a freaking hour to give a day? Who, huh? Who just who got an hour? Who That is please, the problem. Please tell me what single mom of four has time with a full-time job, has time and going to school full-time. I'm sorry. Yeah. Has time to just be for an hour. Like, I, I can run down my whole day, like what time I wake up and what I have to do and all of that other stuff. But yeah, you know, when I take an hour of my day, when, when I take an hour to just be out of mm -hmm. my day, when I'm trying to go to sleep, when I close my eyes in the bed at night, that's when I take an hour. Are, are you about to write this down? Really? You doing me like that? Oh, that's what we doing? I can get my notebook too then. Hold on. Let me grab my, find me a notebook to get. I just want you to know that I acknowledge your feelings and I understand. I am not you, but I can empathize with what you are feeling. However, comma, semicolon, comma. There are 24 hours in a day. I can I know you get up early. I know you I can break them all down for you. You can't tell me that you can't take 30 minutes in the morning. Oh. 30 minutes before you go to bed to say and I'm gonna say this. I know people going to get upset, but I genuinely mean this. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely believe that. I think there's a couple things I think all black mothers should have. Active noise cancellation headphones. I genuinely believe that is a medicine that all, once I tried it for the first time, I was like, I can't hear anything. All black mothers need this. Okay, well, I do, but that's just like the neurodivergent in me. But anyway. It, hey, there's that. You need at least an hour for them kids to get fuck away. I don't care if it's uh, somebody dating. I don't care if it's your kids. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your nieces, your nephew, me, everybody. Tell all of us, fuck y'all. This is my time. This is my time and find the hobby. You can still do, you can have a hobby that doubles as therapy. But the question is, is like, is the journaling or talking about what's bothering you therapy or is it like creative leisure because i don't know if therapy falls under leisure this is something for you to purely enjoy why why do you, you have just... to in okay it's why why you got for pleasure it? pleasure okay. <laughs> you don't know i ain't gonna argue with the googles it says my pleasure. writing might be pleasurable to me and it's not always what I'm writing is not, I don't appreciate your side eye, okay? You don't got to give me the side eye. Because I feel like <laughs> you trying to finesse this into something else. You said when well, you got a lot on your mind and you can't go to sleep. 
That it's is not different. always therapy, though. It's not always therapy. Sometimes it's just I got to get this off my mind so I can actually get some sleep. But or sometimes it's I have an idea for a character in my book. Okay. That's pleasurable to me. That's pleasurable. Okay, now we talk about something. Now, now, now we get it. Thank nah, you. It took you a while, but we get it. I get there. Hold on, I'm gonna dial up. Sometimes I'll be on dial up. Give me a minute. I get there. <laughs> Another thing she said was that a lot of times we have to turn, and I've had this issue a lot, where something is a hobby that we're interested in, but we'll quickly turn the leisure into finance hmm. so instead of like oh i can make this little thing i can make this oh, thing i can make money it. exactly yeah. she was like you go straight to how can i make money and she's not knocking people you know trying to flip but there's no no time and she was like it's almost as if a lot of black people specifically black women like I said, feel unworthy of rest. So they feel like rest is counterproductive. I, I think, though, that might extend to, I, I've got to say that probably extends to all women because I, I know all types of women, mm -hmm. not just black women that, that feel that way too. You know, mm -hmm. like they got to constantly be doing something or constantly be productive and feel like their day was unproductive unless they were running like at 50 miles an hour all day long, you know? I think mm. women in general feel like that. I feel like we got to always run twice as fast as y'all do. What? So, <laughs> what? So, you know, I am a big fan of the tech world, clearly. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, um, I think I can't remember if I told you before. I actually, I genuinely enjoy being productive, but I question the reason and why. So even mm -hmm. with my hobbies, let's say three um, D printing or me figuring out a new code, something or whatever, I'll make these projects, and my projects will just go on and on and on and on with no actual target. Because I'll make a target, struggle, get to that point, and then, and then add like, on to it. I can't stop right here. I can <laughs> at least, like, if I can just mm -hmm. change it, and it, I keep adding to it. And then I thought about, like, why I do that. Like, why am I? Because now I'm forcing myself to stop projects. Like, I'm literally saying, by this date, can't do nothing else. Mm -hmm. What I'm thinking, thinking is maybe it's a part of imposter syndrome. Mm, okay. So what, what you're saying is y'all feel the need for women. You're saying general across the board, a lot of mothers feel the need. Yeah, not, you know, not saying everybody do this, but I right. think women in general, not just black women, women in general always feel the need to be productive and doing something. I, for the most part. I do feel the need to be productive. However, I enjoy being productive, but then I question like why I push that productivity so hard. And I'm like, okay, I imposter syndrome. Let me let me make sure I'm using these the terms Googles. correctly because I don't want to misuse a word. So imposter 
syndrome. All right, I'm using psychology today. I think okay. a lot of women, period, in general, mostly black women probably, but mm-hmm. a lot of women in general kind of deal with just if the tiniest bit of imposter syndrome. I I think we do. I would think so. Yeah. Especially like in my field. Well, okay. So what does what does the Google say? Hold on, let me let me dive back. Understanding, let me no, let me go back. Let me go to a basic, basic definition. Okay. Imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon or imposterism. Okay. Is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So mm. this is why I struggle with this, because it's saying in, uh, persistent internalized fear. So I am in tech. I um, it's not a lot of black folk in tech. <laughs> And I mean like black, like just <laughs> regular nigga black, right? <laughs> it's not a lot of us that I've seen at least. And this is my, so I started working full time 2011, fall 2011, October specifically. It is now 2023. I have been working consistently in, with the title engineer since then. One, two, three, four, five. This is my fifth company. And this is the first time. So originally I did electronics and then I switched to software as my role. Mm-hmm. So my title is software engineer. In software specifically, I feel like a lot of times like I'm not supposed to be here. Like you feel like you don't do a good job. That's the that's the part I question because it said internalized, right? Yeah. So naturally in the field, like if you got a field full of whoever is good in that, it can be basketball, it can be intelligence, it can be whatever. Where you always question like if you're competing, but I feel like in sports more so you be like, no, nah, I know I'm good. Like it's mm-hmm. it's very clear. But do you still feel that? Because it said despite accomplishments, skills, or talents. I feel like clearly I did something to get here because it's not like a lot of people feel like, oh, they just going to hire a black software engineer. Not at this level. I'm telling you like that. It's not going to happen (laughs) and you will get fired. I've seen it happen. You will definitely get fired. It's happened to you. I shit. I got fired. (laughs) (laughs) Like you have to deliver, especially right now with everything going on in Silicon Valley. Like it's just like, so I'm, in the Silicon Valley industry, in Silicon Valley, um, and one of the major companies, I'm not going to say which one, and I'm bumping shoulders with these people, but then I see some of the stuff they do, and I'm like, damn, I ain't doing that. I'll get compliments from my managers, managers, I'll get compliments mm-hmm. from team members, but a part of me always feels like, do they really feel like that or are they just saying that because they want me to feel comfortable because mm-hmm. while I am qualified, how qualified am I? Because every time I make a mistake, I'm like, fuck. This why. That's why I'm questioning. Maybe I do need to study some more. Maybe I, whatever the case is. And I feel that way. 
And then I look to the you if you think it's not a lot of black folk, it's not a lot of women in general. I look over at the women and I'm like, they have to be going crazy. Yeah. If I'm feeling like this, they gotta be like, because if you I don't think anybody needs to explain. If you look at any engineering department, I don't care if it's mechanical, chemical, electrical, whatever, there are almost always 90% men. I wonder if the women are like stressing with it as well. And that's why a lot of them have gotten so good. But like they don't have no hobbies. I got coworkers yeah. I ask, like, oh, like. They see me like, oh, what you did this weekend? Oh, man, I was working on this project, or I was doing this, I was doing that. And they'd be like, oh, I was just home. I got a deadline on Tuesday, so I figured, like, I'll just chill. You okay. Hold on. I asked you what you did this weekend. Why are you talking about work? But it's like they, it's like, when I saw this, yeah. I was like, maybe it's because they, like, wired to just be like, I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't miss that. I'm not saying men don't do this. I'm not saying it's only black men. I'm just saying, like, in comparison, I don't feel like I deal with it nearly as much as a woman in the same Probably. field, in the yeah. same title. Yeah. Because they, that's what uh, Dr. Raquel Martin, she was like, um, you'll notice that if you ask a lot of women that, they'll struggle to answer what their hobbies are. And it's primarily because of that. Like, oh, I'm struggling. But do you in any form feel like you deal with imposter syndrome and in what ways? Um, I think we kind of, we kind of touched base on a little bit of this in like a previous episode. Well, I felt the, like uh, event you had to run. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That one. So, but was it just to... with the event or was it? No, it, it was, it was growing up, you know, the middle child and not being seen. So I had to constantly do more, be more, you know, be mm -hmm. be the best at everything. And so it, and then the military also, you know, that, that was a that was a big thing, a big part of who I was, my personality and, you know, my life during mm -hmm. that time. So when I got out, then it was like, well, who am I now? You know, so now I got to reinvent myself and be great at whatever I invent myself to do. Wait a minute. You struggled with the transition? Going Coming from out of the military? military? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Absolutely. See, you keep you keep making me feel like my, my assumption is right, man. I keep... <laughs> I, most of us 95% of people struggle with that transition from military to civilian life. Do you It's an identity. It's you have a whole I I don't I don't know. It might be. I I can't or just not knowing just identity in general. Just what am I? Identity now? in general. Yeah. Cuz we are our, who I who I who we are in the military is not going to be the person that we are when we get out. So we're like I I know I I know who I was here but now i'm walking into the corporate world or whatever you're walking into we don't know it's the not knowing i, I don't know, know what i'm walking into and i'm and i'm nobody i don't know what i'm walking into and i'm nobody i don't like that 
I, uh, you know, it's so funny. I see you, I see other people I know, and I'm like, they getting their shit on. Like, no, you might not have the million or billion dollars you want, whatever the case is. But when I see specific people that I know, I can, with full confidence, and that's the, I, I don't know if that's me trying to combat the imposter syndrome, is that I know what I'm not good at, but nigga, I know what the fuck I'm good at. <laughs> it's like, I know listen, what I am good at. <laughs> what I'm good at, I listen, I know. And when I see other people that I know personally, I'm like, it frustrates me when I see people who I know. I'm like, bro, they like, they like right there. I can't do it because I'm not inept to, and whatever skill set that you may have or somebody else I know may have, like, mm-hmm. I don't have that because I'm not good at it. <laughs> like, I know what I'm not good at. And that ain't it. But when I see somebody like you or somebody, I'll just be like, bro, you you got all this skill. Like, just right there. And you ain't used it. And I'm not saying you have to. But I'm saying, like, when when I see those people feeling down, I'll just be like, you can't see it. Let me be the mirror. Let me just... I just like, bro, like, you could really, like, it could be simple as it. Like, you could be the bitch ass. Like, I can, I see it. I uh, listen, if it's one thing, or okay, but man, you can really, I, leave I'm not going out to like UFC or you know, I'm not going out to, yeah, there's because they've been training for years for that. Yeah, probably if somebody's, and me I street, think if I we talk about out, it, nope, they make no, no living off of that. <laughs> I genuinely believe if you wanted to, you could get out there and do it. I strongly believe that. Whole body. I was like, oh yeah, she gonna do she gonna do some jujitsu training. I right, give her six months. She gonna be slamming niggas on their head. I ain't worried about it. Like I <laughs> if somebody said, Oh, um, you are going to start a publishing company. Have you ever done publishing before? No, but I no. guarantee you, I believe in six months you could run that bitch and be in a leadership role and be helping other. It could be simple stuff. Other uh, young writers to get their books out because you've gone through the process already because you're an author. <laughs> you've already hit those speed bumps. You already hit those potholes. You've had. You've actually gone through the publishing process. You've seen what headaches come with it. Like I feel like you could sit down and really help somebody. And I can 100% see that. Whereas with other people, Hey man, you better keep that job. Fix <laughs> <laughs> your day job. I'm just gonna, hey, I, I love you though, but that ain't. You got one good skill. You got. You better hold on tight, cause if they ever get rid of fries, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you, no. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think How do we you talked think... about it a little bit before too. Like I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, so. I tried a little bit of everything, so I got experience in a little bit of everything. But so, I don't, I don't think, way. I don't think, I don't believe. Let me say that I don't believe you don't know who you are. I strongly believe that if the military called you tomorrow, you'd be like, "All right, I know what to do." 
if <laughs> another if Amazon calls you tomorrow and was like, "Hey, we need you to leave marketing or whatever." Okay, cool. We need you in HR. Good. We need. I, I genuinely believe you could go there. Exactly, you could go and figure it out because I think that's in you. I don't think it's the military that taught you that. I don't think it's. I think that's just your makeup is that you can do that. I. I, that's why I, I question when you said you struggle with the transition. I think I understand the mentality. And when you explained it, I think I can understand it for other people. But for you, I'm like, nah, I could see you anywhere. Now, if you would enjoy yes, it or not. You can see it. You can see it. But having the the imposter syndrome, it's it's a self-reflection kind of thing. You can see mm. that. But when I'm looking in the mirror, I don't see it. So do I think I'm great or, you know, at what I do? Sure. You know, don't say um, or don't you say or you try to fix that. I heard that. No, just I did. Do you think you great. Continue try, to comment. I did try to fix it. Um, see, we just no, I think, talk about this. <laughs> you know what? I think I'm amazing. I am okay. fucking amazing. Don't think. It. See? I'm out here doing it. Okay. And and I didn't know, and I always couldn't. I couldn't always be out here doing it, but I'm out here doing it. And what what life have what life has thrown at me, I'm still freaking doing it. Every day, I get out here and do it. That don't mean you don't but, get tired. Yeah, but that don't still, mean you don't question yourself. You can be great. <laughs> still, and still question yourself. So, do I still get those rejections though? Yes. Mm. Absolutely, I get rejected all the time, Some and that takes a little, taste. little piece of me every time because I'm like, "But I'm awesome." What do you mean <laughs> when you don't get a job that you want? But I can do this job, and I'd be fucking great at it. Mm -hmm. What do you mean you're not hiring me? So yeah, it takes a little bit off of you every time. So that amazing start getting a little. Okay, well, I didn't get that job. Oh man, and and then that. Okay, well, maybe I'm I'm amazing is up here and I might be great a little oh shoot I'm starting to get towards good <laughs> I mean it happens it's a self-reflection thing you see that that's what you see when you look in the mirror we are our own worst critics some of us some people out here boy I you know who I blame it's Beyonce's fault I think Beyonce has given some people too much confidence like let's just dial it back all right She's some people confidence yeah they be singing them songs they don't psych themselves hey man you ain't hey hey you ain't that good all right <laughs> you, can, you, you can say you good at stuff like i think let's take somebody for example i have a genuine theory let's take somebody like usher usher can sing his ass off this nigga's like <laughs> He can sing his, and I'm like, I'm talking about singing like a lot of these young folk. Like y'all hear a little, y'all hear a little TikToks. I no, yeah. I want you to listen to Usher sing a cappella from my music heads, from my musicality heads. Y'all know who I'm talking about. My bandies, my chorus people. Y'all know what singing really look like. If you listen to Usher, he is singing something so different, so so technical. This nigga is how old? Almost fifty now. I he ain't no almost 50. You know, black people, we always <laughs> <laughs> round up. It's $13.99. <laughs> nigga, that's $50. That's 
She might be 25 years old, so she about 40. What's she about 40? <laughs> I'm sitting there like, no, nah, but Usher, let's see how old Usher you, is. You're Googling it, ain't you? Yeah. I'm Googling just to make sure. Usher 44. That's 50. All right. Oh, Usher is 44. Oh, man. Is he single? Because yeah, that's right around my heart. <laughs> I watched Usher last year do one of his shows, do his infamous flip into a handstand where he has his legs bent. This nigga almost 50 years old and did that shit. This is my theory, though. That nigga can't breathe. There's no way what? you are that talented and you can read. No, it got anybody to be something. When you that talented, why it got to be something so, yes, yeah, something so extravagant hey, hey, as he can't read? Hey, I don't make the rules. All right. All I'm saying is the nigga can't read. There's no <laughs> way. Beyonce, have you ever seen her acting? It's horrible. Yeah, she's, it's horrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's yeah. an amazing performer. Amazing I'm, I'm sorry. performance. Yes, yes. Her performances are great. Don't do that. Don't see. All right. We're just going to no, skip no. that. You're I'm, not going to get us canceled before we get started. I'm, <laughs> I, I really love the way she performs. It's awesome. It's so amazing. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we just, we just, just afraid when people got so much money, you can't say nothing bad about them. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> anything I try to do, good, I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx can't read. I, I love Jamie. <laughs> no, all right. This is where I draw the line. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. Is what? one I of mean... the most talented people on this planet. He's very talented. Yes, he is. Yeah. Piano. Com he can read. Comedy. Acting. No, he can't read. I'm telling you, that's got to be the problem. He can't he either he, can't he, read or he don't know his left from his right. It's something real fundamental. He, he um well he he's a little bit, I mean, um, I love Jamie. I really do. But his singing. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me calm down. Let me count to 10. I love his songs. I love his songs. I really do. When you say his singing. sound very auto-tuned-ish. Is it that you don't like the production or you don't like his vocal ability? It doesn't sound like him. Like, when he, I hear his music, I can't tell that's him. And you, and I should be able to. I should be able to hear a voice of like, oh my gosh, that's Christina Aguilera. Oh my gosh, that's Jasmine Sullivan. Oh my gosh, that's India Ari. I should be able to hear who that is. When he's when I hear his songs, I can't tell who that is. I'm like, well, who's that? I can't tell that it's Jamie Foxx. Stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell. Stop. People have a like, just like a, I don't know. They've got a certain sound about them. Anthony Hamilton, he's got a sound. Joe has got a sound. Tyrese with his ugly ass, he got a sound. I mean, <laughs> what no. more do you want from me? <laughs> I love you, Tyrese. <laughs> Everybody got a deck, or even you know, I can't, you know, I can't even stand Kim, but you know, he got a sound deck on it. But oh, not Kim, yeah, nope. you already know. We, we went right. through this because I don't like Kim and you don't like Anthony Hamilton. We went through right. that. I am not gonna do this. I don't yeah, mind you... Anthony Hamilton, 
don't mind. I don't mind a good you homeless you don't voice. Mind. That's a rich homeless Homeless? Voice. Yeah, he's homeless. That, that dude built himself up from his bootstraps of North Carolina. He came from the hood, the ghetto for real, and made something of himself. I'm just saying. With a homeless singing voice. And on that note... <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, she screams. No, Alicia Keys screams. Jennifer Hudson is the Meek Mills of <laughs> RB. You ain't I gonna love talk Hudson. about you gonna talk about Jennifer like that. that I love Jennifer she Hudson. Said, and I, I, I am telling you. And you know what? I turn it down because it's too. <laughs> I can't. It's so loud. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. I just don't be in the mood. Like, whew. I love her though. She can sing. She can sing. She's ass, awesome. Though. She's amazing. And she can act. She can sing and she can act. I she like can her. sing and she can act. That means she can't read either. Oh my gosh. Would you stop it? I don't make read. the rules. All right. <laughs> don't be mad. Kind of sound like you are. It kind of sound like you are making the rules. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. But you don't. But you don't. Can't have this? all that talent. You know what? It, it, no, no, that's not. So, wait a minute, then, because you was just singing, singing my praises like ten minutes ago. What is wrong with me then? What is wrong with me? Can you I? You don't read? believe you're as talented as you are, and you said yes. from that your mouth that you yeah. stress. What? I, listen. I'm my theory ain't been wrong yet. I, I, I'm not as talented as you think I am. I don't know where you be getting all that stuff from. I do what I do, but I, you know, half the time I be making it do what it do. When it, when it don't want to do it, I just still try to do it. I don't know. Yeah. I see you, <laughs> dude. Hopscotch or whatever it's called, double dutch. Double dutch. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I've seen you do uh, double dutch. I've seen you do all so this fun. stuff. Bowling, skating, softball. <laughs> Everything, and you can slam a nigga on his head, and I make a mean meatloaf. <laughs> not a mean meatloaf. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, you know what? That's a good. That's a good segue. We're gonna leave it there. That is a. That is a good segue. We're gonna leave it there and wrap it yeah. up for today. That was amazing. It's amazing talk. Oh. What do we? What do we? Uh, start talking about? Yeah. Cause that's how we do. We start talking about one thing, and then it go completely left. That's how we go. We thank yeah. y'all if you stayed this long. Appreciate you. You know, they hanging out with us. Oh man, y'all amazing for just hanging and out if with us. Y'all would like to see another research study on people with ADHD on the podcast? <laughs> Join us again on the day. Join us again. <laughs> Same back channel. Oh. Hey y'all, we really want to thank you for listening to us here on the Grey Roots Podcast. If y'all feeling the conversation, please make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you don't, man, do the same thing. And if you ain't got nothing nice to say, keep your comments to yourself because your opinion does not matter. And I'm gone. <laughs>